Hello, everyone. Hey. Hey, what's going on? How you doing? I guess I, you know what? I always start this way too excitable for a podcast. Like normally the podcasts start with, you ones you listen to are like, you're listening to whatever podcast. Not as excitable as I usually am. I'm like, I'm very excited about it. Well, anymore, podcasts start with a stupid ad. Which, which, (laughs) that's true. Which, by the way, Mm -hmm. we have a new advertiser. We lost butt drugs. Right. And when that spot opened up, right, Nugenics is always there because she'll like it too. Uh, but when Butt Drugs last week dropped off, we got a new sponsor. You 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 went and pounded the pavement. I did. Yeah, I was out uh, with my briefcase and my tie, and uh, was in Luling, Texas. Uh, I don't know where that is, but it was it's in Texas, someplace uh, in the middle of someplace nowhere. Ad dollars going really far in the fact that we don't know exactly where, but we Look, love the name. We, we want to curate our advertisers. We would not ask you to buy something that Correct. we're not uh, already right. uh, a, a fan, fan of. of. Uh, so in Luling, Texas, there on uh, 521 East Davis Avenue is Uncle Wiggly's Wieners. <laughs> What's that you say? I said... <laughs> Uncle Wiggly's Wieners. Uncle Wiggly's Wieners. Nothing like an Uncle Wiggly in your mouth. <laughs> uh, trying to... <laughs> Trying to see if they've got, they don't they don't really have a website per se. They just have a Facebook page. Um, so check them out, Uncle Wiggly's Wieners, and she'll like it too. Uh, let's read some of the reviews. Of uh, shout out to Morgan at Uncle Wiggly's Wieners for catering our lunch. The food was beautifully prepared, just as ordered. Generous portions. Of course, they're generous Wiggly Wieners. I never thought I would feel some kind of way about chili dogs, but these are smacking good. Super cute place. We'll be back. Cynthia says, delicious homemade cheeseburgers and fried potatoes, but you haven't tried the Wiggly Wiener yet. (laughs) The meat was tasty in my mouth, but wait till you get the Wiggly Wiener in your mouth. Uh, Customer courtesy was great. The food had that small town taste. What does that mean? What are you you calling small town (laughs) taste? Hey, what are you doing? Come on. It's it's not about the size of the Wiggly Wiener. It's (laughs) how it tastes in your mouth. And she'll like it, too. Uh... Food is good. Service is great. Prices are good. No booster chairs for kiddos, though. No. No, it's an adult place. Exactly. It's, a, it's Wiggly's Wieners. Come on. It's Uncle Wiggly's Wieners. They're not a booster. Yeah, do you bring to Uncle Wiggly's. Uh, fun place. Takes you back 40 to 50 years. Okay. Maybe 43. Just, uh, I'm just a guessing. Somewhere, <laughs> Somewhere between. Somewhere, 47 and a half. Somewhere between the Carter administration and Gerald Ford-ish kind of a sort of a thing. <laughs> when, when it was okay to shove a wonk, uh, Uncle Wiggly wiener yeah. right in your face. <laughs> you know, those days. Back when that kind of thing was popular. But she'll like it too. So a big thank you to our new sponsor, Ugly, uh, Uncle Wiggly's Wieners. As we uh, move on. A while back, if you are a big fan of this program, we don't know why, but we appreciate it. Mm-hmm. There was a Taylor Shabusiness from Wisconsin. Taylor Shabusiness. Yeah, we brought up Shabusiness a, a long time ago. She went on a drug-fueled rampage where she murdered and decapitated and dismembered this dude that she had just done the hibbity-dibbity with. Right. All right, we won't go into all the gruesome details of the situation, but she was high on meth, and the verdict finally came down. This came back from February 2022 is when the actual murder happened, okay? There was a three-day trial just this past week, and they found her guilty, all right? So business had already confessed to a police after the dismembering of the dude that she had put his head and genitals, quote, in a five-gallon bucket with a beach towel before leaving the basement. <laughs> and the mom had to, because this guy was living with the mom, all right? So the trial was punctuated by drama in February after she assaulted her own lawyer, 
yada, yada, yada. She was convicted of all the charges against her, including the first degree intentional homicide. And blah, blah, blah. Cut his but, head off. Blah, yeah, blah, blah. Exactly. But. Used his leg as a golf club. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. But the detail that we found out during the trial was apparently Shabiznis had a fascination with Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh. Okay. Uh, a former Green Bay police lieutenant, Jenna Liberta, testified that Shabiznis' phone search history included terms like, quote, Jeffrey Dahmer, Jeff Boyardee, <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer's butt, and Jeffrey Dahmer walking into court all sexy. <laughs> Were the searches on Shabizus's phone? Shouldn't you pick a serial killer who didn't get caught? I mean, that's not really the. If you're going to admire a serial killer, who's like the Green River Killer, or who was that guy? I mean, there's there's all these, Zodiac there, Killer. There's, there's a like, bunch out there yeah. that we haven't found yet. It's like, yeah. yeah, that's the one you want to uh, embody, right? And I figured, you know, murder disembody, pod- murder podcasts are the most uh, popular, yeah. so I figured we'd throw in a little of that with the Shabizus, a follow up of Shabizus. Uh, and the fact that the while all the things she did were terrible and weird, yes. the fact that you would search Jeffrey Dahmer walking in a court all sexy. Those murder mystery podcasts are the ones that are real subtle. And in Fond du Lac, Wisconsin, yes, Miss Shabiznis was fornicating with her boyfriend when she then took out a knife and cut off his entire head. The next thing you know, there was a beach towel filled with genitals and a head inside a bucket that the mother found unsuspectingly the next morning. By her, hun- by her son, dead son's sweatpants. We'll tell you the rest after this from Purple Mattress. Or indeed you do. <laughs> uh, moving on here in the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio yeah, podcast. This is interesting, I think. Um, sex dolls, we've talked about. Uh, you know, the, the old... I don't, Let's let's roll the clock back to when those blow up dolls. I don't know when that was. The '60s or something. Back when that people was would what, have, what, uh, the the Uncle Wiggly's Wieners feel. <laughs> yes, is, exactly. exactly. It was like forty years ago. Back or so. when there would be like stag parties. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's a legitimate thing that exists. Is a doll that you can blow up like an inner tube. <laughs> Correct. And I guess have sex with it. I guess I don't know. I mean, I've been desperate, but never that desperate. And we now advance this into 2023 when AI is involved, and, and they're much more there's, realistic and plastic and latex and all the other and, and robots things. and everything yeah, else. Right. And then there's then there's those that are like the steal of approval from the actual performer, mm-hmm. who the robot is like, oh my god, it looks just like me. Go right. ahead, you weirdo. Yeah, instead of uh, instead of like screwing a crash test dummy. <laughs> You know. Right. Or a beach ball. Yes. Mm, uh, that's so a sexy they, beach ball you got going on there. They are more compelling looking than a mannequin now. Correct. Yes. Yeah. So a guy is looking around in a dumpster and finds not one, but six faulty oh. sex dolls. Ugh. So somebody in the neighborhood said, I'm going to give this one a try. Nope. Throw it in the away. garbage. I'll try another one. Nope. Can you just throw You know, those? I'm starting to think this company is not very reliable. <laughs> what is it like? The, is he like the Wiley e. Coyote of sex doll uh, purchasers? I, I, I'm on number four. Nah, this one's not uh, quite that. Uh, but then. Does he have a punch card? Buy the fifth, <laughs> get the sixth one free? By the way, I feel like because they become more realistic like, mm-hmm. throwing them in the dumpster feels even weirder. Yeah. Right? Yeah, true. That's that's not fair to the garbage men. No. Who then all of a sudden like sees the sees the human hair Six possible? Six nude bodies tumbling into their garbage. Whoa! 
and then they're like having to stop the crusher and everything else. It's like, oh no, it's just that weird guy, Bruce's sex doll. George was out skateboarding when he saw the large boxes sticking out of the bin and said, hey, what are these? As one would do. I see these boxes in the trash can, and I went to lift one up, and they're heavy as hell. Uh, and I It's like, son of a bitch! <laughs> and I open them, and I think, man, they're sex dolls, he recalled. Does he know that right away? If he opened it up, I guess you would probably tell. Yeah, probably the fact that they're At least the person large-breasted women <laughs> with open mouths, I think, probably. <laughs> probably tells you that, oh, wow, this is a sex yeah. doll. Uh, George took his prizes home two at a time, because, you know, he was on skateboard. If they're heavy as hell, what's he doing? I don't know. Strapping one to his back yeah. and one to like the a, front. And a just fireman got... carry? Yeah, exactly. Here we go. Uh, was he drinking cranberry juice? <laughs> he was using the skateboard as a trolley. So he wasn't oh. on the skateboard. He was pushing them along. Okay. Um, Two his, at a time. His favorite, Debbie, five foot five, weighs 100 pounds, also has, is also a, uh, he also has a big voluptuous lady, <laughs> Megan, who's 160. Oh, okay. That is kind of, that's bigger, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I don't think. Uh, so he's putting, <laughs> so he's got 260 pounds on a skateboard yes. that he's pushing down the street. So I'm sorry. I, I'm just, I'm reading through the whole shopping list here. Yes, he gets, he's got one that's uh, about 100 pounds, petite little woman. Then he gets a, a, a big boned 160. And he says one of the other dolls he found was, quote, a smaller one. I don't think it's supposed to be a kid because whoa, whoa, it's whoa. got a big old rack and a big booty. <laughs> I have a black one, too. Oh, my God. Uh, and, but her legs are all broken. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Who are these people? So he's got a big fat one. He's got a little short one with a big a booty. Short. He's got a munchkin. Yeah. He's got a Oompa Loompa. Uh, surprisingly, George's... Girlfriend was delighted when he came home with life-size sex dolls. He's got a girlfriend, you see. The fact that George has a girlfriend is a little weird to me. Yeah. A guy who's willing to jump into dumpsters with his skateboard has a girlfriend. He then discovers having sex with them was, quote, on her bucket list. She cried, oh, my God, how did you know? Have, what? Okay. Whatever. I don't know the part of the pun, ins and outs of the sex dolls, but good George for her. George believes that sex dolls can be good for a relationship, describing them as, quote, cheating without cheating. He thinks that if sex dolls were more socially acceptable, they won't be. No, never. Uh, there would be less infidelity as uh, and it would make girls safer. Because you, know, you wouldn't be going to the, going, going the around. bar. Yeah, exactly. Nah, yeah, yeah. Let me grab them. Yeah. Uh, at first, he kept his dolls on the couch in his living room, but literally people would come in and they thought there was someone there um, until they really started looking at them. He's already Did sold- he put clothes on them or did he just let them nude there? Yeah, why, 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 why do that? Yeah. Uh, he's already sold three of the dolls to no. friends. Friends. Okay. First, he said, so ma- give me a hundred bucks and she's all yours. First of all, okay. I, I want the short one. <laughs> that one's mine with the big boobs and butt. <laughs> um, so many questions here. First of all, right, is, they're coming from a dumpster. There is not enough disinfectant, cleaning. What? First, okay, first of all, the fact that they were in a dumpster means I'm already a little weirded out. But I'm assuming they had already been used by the person who discarded them. I don't know if that's right. These are defective they, ones? They were boxed. And thrown in the trash. So it's possible that when they arrived at the sex doll boutique, that there, they nope. realized that they were... Or Something they got, wrong. Maybe they were recalled. 
Could be you know, or for a safety issue. This one's only got three fingers. Right. We got uh, only four toes in this one. Maybe the one came with pre-broken legs. Right, exactly. Which were they like, well, got to no, throw that one away. That's a feature. It's not a fault. <laughs> it's supposed to be like that. Isn't that your kink? You weirdo. You're the one. Legs going all over the place like an octopus. All akimbo, as they say. (laughs) Um, He's he's really upset, though, because one of his dolls was stolen by a friend. That's uh, who does that. So he's he's got it's it's interesting that he found a a girlfriend that's into it too. He found three other people that that are willing to buy. That are like I'm in. What you? But do you have to have like a Carfax report on these things? <laughs> you should. Of like they've been through an accident or they've seen some things. Yeah, I've seen I, things. I, I really think you need more backup because first of all, to George took it from a dumpster and then assumed it was. What did he use? I, I don't even want to know what he used to clean it. But there's not enough, and you have to disclose that before you sell it for a hundred bucks, don't mm-hmm. you? Be like, hey, by the way, before before you buy the little one with the big boobs and butt. I yeah. just want to let you know, found it at a dumpster. Me and my girlfriend used it already a couple times, but it's good to go. It's yours now. And I think we've talked about this company before. I think it's it's called Real Doll. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's very creepy, realistic looking. Way too. Yeah. Uh, way, way too way, much. Way too. Way too. You, I think it's like, nah, I think I want the blow up one that looks like a life raft. Right. I'd rather, that, that would actually make me feel better about things <laughs> if it looked like the life raft. Yeah. At least uh, I could use that in case I was drowning somewhere. Right. I'll have sex with a pool toy all day, but, <laughs> but this, this is weird. But this is almost too much like there'd be disappointment that they normally have with human interaction. <laughs> so uh, that's that was George and his girlfriend. I, I would say, you know... <sighs> I put a ring on it, George. You're not going to find another one. <laughs> You're really not. <laughs> you mean the the sex doll? Put a ring on no, the sex doll. Uh, uh, girlfriend. Uh, yeah, exactly. You, you, I gotta, know. you, you got, got a keeper. Yeah, I, I I guess you have a keeper. Moving on, if we go from the sex doll, we're also known as the Sex and Poo podcast here on the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. Really, only the two topics that interest us. Pretty much. If you if you that and kind of just if it gets even the more just ridiculous the better for us. Somebody who has time on their hands, I would like them to go back oh, yes. through the fifty five some episodes or whatever. Oh, we're we over had. like ninety oh, some now. We? Okay, well, no, it's like sixty seven or something stupid. now. Yeah, that is uh, dumb. Why? Why do um, we have that many? But go back through them, and I would like you to chart. The number of, you know, I would like to see a graph of how many topics are sex, sex how many are poo, poo and uh, everything else. And then monkeys. <laughs> monkeys, yeah. <laughs> we'll see where we And they all go together. Yeah. If we had one where someone went to the zoo and saw some monkeys having sex, the monkeys then threw poo at them, right. then we would just wrap up the podcast. That'd be the last episode. Right. That'd be out, the pinnacle. Filter out, net, uh, filter out nugenics comments because that doesn't count. <laughs> no, that doesn't count. That doesn't count. That'll throw no. the curve off. Yeah, that'll throw it way off. Anyway, back to regular programming. Yeah, back to t- uh, learning to poo in a toilet. Uh, these, t- <laughs> these, two, these two Florida cops uh, have been suspended because they threw their three-year-old son in a holding cell during potty training. Let me introduce cops. Yeah, let me introduce you to Daytona Beach Shore officers Lieutenant Michael Sean Broad and his wife, Sergeant Jessica Long, who had handcuffed their son and placed him in a holding cell. Both parents admitted to placing the toddler in the holding cell in two separate incidents as the couple had been struggling with potty training the child. The ploy was meant to scare him into using the bathroom properly. I don't think a kid know. I don't think a kid that age knows what a holding cell is. It's just a weird place where nothing is. But how is that helping them go to the bathroom? It's not like if if you're. I thought I don't have a child, 
But I assumed it was positive reinforcement, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, you use the potty, you get a, you know a, some candy, or if you use it enough in a row, we're gonna not. If you don't use it correctly, we're gonna lock you into this cell, leave you alone, so that when you have to go to the bathroom, that's the memory that comes to you. Right. And what are you gonna learn there? Because really, your cellmate probably already crapped on the floor too and wiped it on <laughs> right. the wall. Right. Uh, so I was like, it's just bad habits. So, so if you were to find out, right? What do you think the punishment is for these two officers handcuffing a three-year-old child and putting him in a holding cell? I, I hope they don't get to have a child anymore. I mean, I hope they take the child from them. They both were suspended for 40 hours. Oh, my gosh. So they get a week suspension for not once, but twice, handcuffing a three-year-old, putting in a holding cell, and be like, you better go to the bathroom! And this is in Daytona? Yeah, this is down in so Florida. It's not, it's not Mayberry. It's not like there's only right. one person in the police station. Who? Because you're right. Other people had to be involved with this, right? Even if you right. go at the dead of the night, which Just you probably you- shouldn't because that's when the holding cell is filled with the drunks. Because there are probably other cops that are going, hey, who's a little kid? Oh, how you doing there, little guy? <laughs> Don't talk to the prisoner. Maybe were they, were they showing... I'm giving them way too much credit here. But, <laughs> were, but were they showing that there shouldn't be any stage fright? Where they just like yeah. threw him in the holding cell and be like, watch Carl over there. He is always in here every Friday night, and he has no problem doing his business in front of everybody else. This is this is an ineffective punishment. I mean, first of all, don't don't punish a child for going to the bathroom. It's, or not going to the bathroom. You've got to do that. It's not a it's not a thing that you want to uh, discourage. But it's not. It's really not an effective punishment. No, it's not like putting them in handcuffs and throwing them in a holding cell in a dark holding cell. I don't think then eases their anxiety right. about going to the bathroom. It's not going to let it flow when they're put in that particular no, situation. of course not. When that's the immediate thing they think of, it's going to, if anything, stop it from happening. And, there's, and they're not, they're not going to connect the dots. You know, no, kids, they're not. Because it's like, okay, I went to the bathroom, which is I do naturally. Uh, and for some reason now I'm in a car ride with mom and dad. Uh, oh, look, I see where mom and dad work. Isn't this interesting? Uh, and now I'm in this cell. Yeah. They're, 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 you're asking them to connect. I don't know that I could figure it out. No. I, I, they're teaching them <laughs> Did a they wrong. read them as rights? I would hope so. They're teaching them a wrong lesson. But on that topic of teaching lessons, this is an interesting story also from Florida, I believe. You're not going to believe it. In Daytona Beach. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Shocking. A guy stole an alligator from a miniature golf course, where I guess they keep alligators. Okay. Um, That's kind of an interesting. Swung it around by its tail, like King Kong. <laughs> ah. Like when King Kong was battling yeah. Godzilla. Uh, and threw it in the air to, quote, teach it a lesson. What lesson were you teaching? Police said they were patrolling around 3.20 a.m., of and course. They saw a man, uh, later identified as William Hodge, attempting to throw a live alligator onto the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops, missed. Gonna have to try again. <sighs> what is live alligators doing at a mini golf course, though? That's a hazard that I don't really understand. It's an attraction at the golf oh, course. Oh, okay, gotcha. You gotcha, know, okay. I'm playing mini golf, golf and, and see our alligators. Gotcha, okay. 32 year old man, he grabbed the creature by its tail, hit it against the building. Good uh, lord! Smacked it into the awning, and uh, and slammed it onto the ground before throwing it over his shoulder. Uh, the officer said they approached him after seeing him throw the alligator, and he immediately put his hands up and was taken into custody. He admitted uh, custody. He admitted he jumped the fence into an alligator enclosure at a nearby miniature golf course and stole the gator after wrestling with it. <laughs> when asked why he abused the animal, he said, "I'm teaching it a lesson." What uh, lesson? I don't know that. He does not. He's not elaborate. He was taken into uh, public safety department, and uh, then 
He tried. We should have done Stop Me When This Gets Weird. Okay. I forgot about this element. <laughs> he was taken into uh, jail and then tried to flood the jail by balling up toilet paper and clogging the toilet. Okay, this is when you put somebody in right. solitary confinement. Correct. Um, That's not how you use the toilet correctly. Police said he threatened to flood the whole facility. Oh, flood that facility. <laughs> Let's see, Moses. <laughs> and then I'll Let swim. my people go. <laughs> I'll swim. I'll, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll show that alligator lesson. I bet you I flood this. It'll come in here because they know me. He is facing charges of animal cruelty, possessing or injuring an alligator, unarmed burglary, and criminal mischief. It didn't detail what injuries the alligator suffered, if any. I'm sure it is. Can, <laughs> can you imagine? Went back to the other alligator. I don't know what the hell I drank last night, but oh my God, do I have a headache. Did you guys see that too? Can you believe what I happened? I feel like somebody smacked me up against an awning and threw me on a roof. My mouth is all dry. You ever thought, you know those birds we eat? Ever wondered about them flying? I felt it momentarily. Was that a dream or is that real? I am not drinking for the rest of the year. I I'll, I'll tell you what. Off. Yeah, I'm swearing off that, Jared. Yeah. So yeah, and the, and the, uh, the it doesn't even seem like the I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the lesson was because it doesn't seem like the animal was harming him, harming anyone else. I, he just didn't like that it existed. I just feel bad for the alligator in this. Well, yeah, you're just sitting there in a mini <laughs> golf course, minding your old business in the middle of the night, trying to get some shut eye, and all of a sudden this jackass pick you up and swings you around and bangs you against things. Which is already a harrowing place to be an alligator, right? Because it's miniature golf, so yeah. it's kids, and you know they're banging, banging on, on the things and, and poking you with stuff. <laughs> probably get hit on the head with a golf ball. Every Every once in a while. You know what I think the punishment should be? Hmm. The alligator should be able to do that to him. Agreed. Pick him up by a leg, swing him around. Try How do you like that, huh? Perfect. How do you like that, sir? Case closed. Yes. Uh, another animal story out of Florida, right? Yes. We have another. Is, that, is this where oh, it is? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, is, it is in Florida. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Florida trifecta. Uh, we talked last week about the neighborhood that had too many peacocks. Yes. Uh, the guy was, what was the guy doing? Wasn't he? He was uh, giving him vasectomies. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> He was DP, DPing their cock. You can find that in the feed, uh, by the way. Yes, exactly. Please, like, subscribe, share. She'll um, like it, too. And I guess they're being overrun by bunnies in a the Wilton Manors suburb of Fort Lauderdale. Well, Two years do. after a, res, a resident let loose lion head rabbits from their backyard, uh, they went and multiplied. Because they do it like rabbits. The rabbits outnumber the 81 homes that are in this neighborhood. Uh, the invasion has divided the neighborhood's residents. Some have threatened to shoot the animals or feed them to snakes. Uh, some want to let the bunnies roam free. Uh, others concerned about the rabbits' safety are raising funds to save them. So you've got, so now you've not only are you tripping over rabbits, but you, your neighbor can't, uh, you and your neighbor can't agree as to what to do with them. One wants to shoot them, the other one wants to uh, can pet you them. Just ra- can you just randomly shoot a rabbit? I I don't think that's the best way to go about it. No, I don't think so either. Our hope was to rescue up to 45. That was our goal yesterday, but unfortunately, we countered lots of issues because the residents were hostile. Some didn't want us to take the bunnies. The city needs to approach the residents in a different way and said, say, hey, you guys, you need to allow the rescue to come and get the rest of the bunnies. But they haven't done that. Uh, these particular rabbits, a fluffier species, noted for their thick mane, circling uh, around the head, aren't built for suburban Florida. Uh, the Is anyone anymore, really? Yeah, the animals are prone to heat stroke, and so they've been <laughs> digging holes. Just yeah, dead rabbit. Says the uh, It's too damn hot in here. 
The, the neighborhood says they're going to need $40,000 to capture, neuter, spay, vaccinate, and microchip uh, the one. That's a lot rep- going on there. <laughs> just call the peacock guy down yeah, the road, right? He's just going to get a broom and shoo him out? Yeah. Yeah, uh, get out of here. So, so far, they've only raised about half that goal, and uh, the rabbits continue to multiply. It is the Micah Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. For those of you just tuning in. Uh, yes, exactly. I appreciate it. I don't know why I reset. I People have listened this far. They're like, oh, I'm. Well, thank you for letting me know what I listened to. Yeah, this just happen upon it. Exactly. Uh, so quickly, we had a uh, Ask Reddit question okay. that I thought was interesting. The question was, what is your go-to joke when somebody asks you to tell one? Oh. It rarely it rarely happens, but there are the situations where someone's just like, oh, tell me a joke. And you have to have one ready to go. Here's mm-hmm. some of the examples that we can judge. And then if you can think of one that you would use, okay. please, and I will follow suit. Uh, here's one. Uh, that says their go-to joke is, I told my doctor I broke my arm in three places. He told me that I should stop going to those places. (laughs) That one always makes me chuckle. Uh, Did you know that before the invention of the crowbar, crows just drank at home? (laughs) One day a man is waxing the car with his son. His son looks up and says, you know you can use a rag for this, right? (laughs) That's that's a thinker. I I like that one. What's the difference between a hippo and a zippo? What's that? One's really heavy and one's a little lighter. <laughs> That's a pretty good one, too. I'll take that. Uh, what did the drummer name his twin daughters? I don't know. What? Anna 1, Anna, Anna 2. two there you, go. <laughs> you got a couple more. Yep. What did the bra say to the hat? I don't know. What did the bra say to the hat? You go on ahead, I'll give these two a lift. Nice. And finally, the the one came, why do chicken coops have two doors? Why is that? If they had four doors, they'd be chicken sedans. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a go-to joke? Those are all a go-to joke. I mean, I think... Um, I think I know which one you're going to say. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a couple. I mean, uh, the giraffe walks into, into the bar, bar and says the highballs are on me. I think, <laughs> I think the grasshopper joke is always, is always a good one. Uh, the grasshopper one. Grasshopper walks into a bar and the bartender says, hey, we have a drink named after you. And the grasshopper <laughs> says, you have a drink named Steve? Yes, that's a good one. I like that. I like that one. That's always a good one. What do you well, get? The termite goes into the bar and says, is the bartender? Uh, <laughs> hey oh. Uh what do you get when you what do you get when you cross an elephant and a rhino? What's that? Elephino. <laughs> that's another one of my go-tos. Or yeah. it's a there's a lot of explanation, but the other one I like is when Bert and Ernie go into an ice cream shop, mm-hmm. right? And they're looking over at all the different flavors or whatever, and finally uh Bert goes uh, are are you ready? You ready to order? And he goes, Sherbert. <laughs> That's another one of my favorite jokes that I, like, I use. I do like the one though about the um, uh, the college graduate who was getting his doctorate degree. He was studying the plumbing system in ancient Egypt because he wanted to be a Pharaoh Fawcett major. It's <laughs> <laughs> not going to get better than that one. <laughs> So that is, that's a timely reference as well. <laughs> right. That one worked better in 1978. Thank you once again to our sponsor, Ugly Uncle Wiggly's Wieners, mm-hmm. where it feels like 40, tastes like 40 years ago. That's right. Uh, we will leave you with this. It is a Am I the A-hole, which I think is pretty obvious in this particular one. All mm-hmm. right. This comes to us uh, from a 34-year-old female who says, My boyfriend, 25, was recently told he has to go out of state for a series of appointments as he has been having seizures. He asked I come with him as he is worried and needs someone. Problem is, I have a concert ticket booked out of state as well that I have had in place for a year. Uh, I barely have been getting time off with my job, so this is important for me for, uh, to get away from all the stress. I haven't had me time in years between work and my kids. 
He intentionally scheduled during the time I'm supposed to go out of town when he had other dates he could have chosen that I would have gladly gone with him on. He has no other job other than playing with stocks all day. I feel he did this as a way to be controlling and manipulative, or am I overreaching? Am I the a-hole? He's guilt-tripping now, saying if I cared for him, I'd cancel my plans to be with him. (laughs) These two are made for each other. They are. So he's he's got a doctor's appointment because he's been having a medical situation where he's been having seizures. Right. She's dating Mitch McConnell, apparently. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Too soon. Mitch. Mitch. Oh, okay. Sorry. Do, do you want to go back to your office, Mitch? Yes. Yes, please. I'd like that very much so. Do, do you want some? Do you want some light cream? <laughs> Can I, can I get some Pedialyte? Yeah. I'm just a little bit dehydrated as I stared off in an abyss. Nice. This is what happens. You have old bastards as front of, uh, uh, running your government. That was Between idiots fumbling and not knowing how to get out of a door or just randomly walking <laughs> off stage or freezing up. Who the hell is running this country? But anyway, back, so to, yes, back, to, this, back to the a-hole. Sorry. I th- she's an, they're, they're made for each other, right? She, yeah. I mean, she would need to. I would like to know how she knows that he intentionally scheduled it at her most inconvenient time. I don't know if you have options for Conversely, when- he's saying, well, if you cared about me, you would And you know, you know, if you got to go away for a procedure, yes, it'd be nice if the girl comes with you, but if you got to go, go, go do the thing. You know, what's she, she going to do? I mean, if you're all of a sudden having seizures out of nowhere, yeah. it's a little weird on your psyche. I would and think you, it would be. And if you're in a relationship, it doesn't say how long they've been together, yeah. right? Uh, I also like how she says, he doesn't really have a job, just fiddle around with stocks all day online. (laughs) Okay, maybe that is a job. Maybe he's a day trader. Um, But when it comes to medical stuff, it's not like you have a vast array. If it's that important to where they want you to go see a specialist somewhere, it's not like if you're dealing with a medical thing, you go... Boy, I'd really like to go this weekend, but you know what? Right. Um, she's got a concert, so I'm going to punt it to someplace else. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know? Ugh. Yeah. No, no. I, the, I, the, there is no chance that these people are coming over to my house for a cocktail party. They're just Not awful. at all. They just Not seem at all. really terrible. And I love how she's like, well, I need more me time. Mm. So how dare him schedule it for me time? Things happen in life, right? And to your point, if she's going to be this way, don't guilt her. Right, if she's already showing her true colors, yeah, and so don't guilt her to be like, if you cared about me, you come with. It's like, well, obviously she doesn't care. She'd rather go see whatever concert this is. I know we're all bad at taking vacations and just you know yeah, getting away for a little bit, but I also I also don't have a a running tally of how much me time I take. True, right? yeah. That's always weird to me. People say, look, now this is this 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 has happened. Now I'm now I'm owed this. Right, I need me time. I've worked so hard. I need some me time. What does that involve? I mean, just go read a book or something. Yeah, Shut exactly. <laughs> the me time is I have to do this and I have to do that. Yeah. You know what my dad's me time was <laughs> his entire life? <laughs> Taking a dump. Yeah. That was... that was Sex and poo. Yeah, that's what it was. That was his me that's time. Steve Wenmacher would do. Yeah, exactly. It would Every Sunday was his me time where he'd be in with the Sunday <laughs> Tribune for an hour and a half. And the worst part was I would take this when I got older, I would take the sports section mm-hmm. and I would read it and forget about it. And inevitably you'd hear like a bang on the wall yeah. and then you'd hear him yell from the back bathroom. Hey, where's that sports section? Also, my legs are asleep. <laughs> true, Can true. you come in and shake them a little bit for me? Yeah. When you bring in the sports, could you <laughs> kick them a little bit? Maybe bring that hammer, you know, that they use in the doctor's office. Make sure my reflexes are still working. Mm-hmm. Thanks, son. So, yeah, that's the me time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. 
but yeah. I don't know. That's not a that's not a thing that I <laughs> seek out. I, I understand you need it for your own thing to kind of just mentally just kind of recharge the batteries. But to, to be so, be like, I need a whole trip, and you're invading my me time with your medical emergency, you <laughs> dick. <laughs> I kind of feel like maybe that's a bridge too far. Yeah, you're both you're both awful. Yeah, you're both awful. But you know what would help both of them? Mm. Nugenics, because she'll like it too. And a nice night out, an Uncle Wiggly's wieners. And a sex doll from the dumpster. <laughs> One that's a little on the small side, but has big boobs and butts. Enjoy.